the real MVP. That's what the brain trust up at the Space Launch System Project Office at NASA's Marshall Space Flight Center dubbed Mike Ogles a couple of years back. A 1989 Auburn Mechanical Engineering graduate, Ogles currently serves as Auburn's liaison to NASA and helps expand the presence of the university and the College of Engineering in Huntsville. These days, that largely means making deals and taking names for Auburn's National Center for Additive Manufacturing Excellence, which just received a $5.2 million NASA contract to help these United States 3D print the road to a little place called Mars. That's right. To reach the red planet, it's going to take a little orange and blue. Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. Oh. 21 gigawatts. What the hell is a gigawatt? <laughs> You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Thanks for that, Sylvia. That is Sylvia. She is one of our student workers here in the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering's office, not department, office of communications and marketing. She Voices the best podcast intro in all of higher education. I am Jeremy Henderson, a communications specialist here in the office, joined once again by my co-host and assistant communications and marketing director, Austin Phillips. And uh, we have Marcus Klutz here, producer director on the ones and twos. We are joined for the first time by the incomparable Mike Ogles, director of NASA programs for the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering and a locally famous, at least around these parts, Phil Hartman lookalike. <laughs> have you heard that before? I have not heard that before, heard Jeremy. That? I I think you just made that up. No, 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 no. I <laughs> he has a, he has a tendency to do <laughs> no, that. no, 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 no. This really pale guy who handles our IT stuff uh, and web stuff, Tyler. Okay. Uh, he told me the first thing, the first day on the job, he was like, "Mike, uh, you know, uh, look for Phil Hartman." And if uh, you you've never heard that, I've never heard that. I have. Been told I that see, I look like uh, Steve Martin, but I've never been told oh, okay. that one. I, I could see that, that one too. Too. I can see that. It's kind of a combo. Yeah. <laughs> when are they going to have you as a host? I was about to say, NASA uh, extraordinaire comedic lookalike genius. Yes. Uh, there you go. Director of NASA programs. What does that mean? Yeah, so director of NASA programs. So Auburn University's had a long history with NASA. Uh, and specifically, there were a long relationship with Marshall Space Flight Center, which is about 200 miles north of here in Huntsville, Alabama. And uh, we currently have uh, NASA programs in additive manufacturing. We have programs in, um, in uh, some of our wireless technology programs with NASA Marshall. And so what I do and my main uh, responsibility is to manage those programs and to also work with uh, NASA in their looking for technology gaps that they may have and looking at Auburn's faculty research to see where we can match those technology gaps and our research together. What what makes Auburn so perfectly positioned to continue this long-standing partnership with NASA? So, uh Auburn University being being as close as we are to Marshall, uh, we have, we graduated a lot of engineers that wind up going to work for for NASA, and um, you know, it's been in, I've spent nearly twenty years there at Marshall, and uh, you you cannot walk the halls without seeing somebody uh, with an Auburn uh, logo on and a War Eagle. So it's um, just that close relationship uh, that we have as far as um, engineers that that work there, but also just our proximity. So we're so close. 
yes, there are uh, quite a few Auburn engineers at Kennedy Space Center and quite a few engineers at uh, Johnson Space Center, which both are not very far from here. But uh, but the most of them are at Marshall Space Flight Center. You were voted the MVP, right? Like a, a year or two ago of like the space load or yeah, what is so it? Was it? Yeah, so uh, so that was interesting. Um, I didn't know you were going to bring that <laughs> up, but, uh, but yeah, I mean you're the real yeah. MVP. I yeah. had to. I had to. So um, prior to about a year ago, I was working, um, and since I've really started more additive, but previously to uh, to that, I was working um, inside Marshall Space Flight Center for the Space Launch System, and um, that is uh, uh, NASA's new rocket that's going back to the moon and to Mars. And I was specifically working in the area of uh, payload integration. So we were working with payloads that would fly on that rocket, whether they're small uh, secondary payloads or very large payloads for uh, Lunar Gateway or even um, cargo missions such as uh, um, uh, Europa Clipper that was going to fly around the moons of Europa. So um, my group that I was in was called... uh, uh, spacecraft payload integration and evolution. So there are about 55 members in that group, and uh, they had a opportunity to to vote for their MVP. So I was voted for it by my peers, and that that meant a whole lot. So it, it wasn't somebody at at the top level; it was my peers. So I was pretty proud of that. I was about to say, we've got the man here now. <laughs> you, you mentioned additive. A couple years ago, uh, I come from, I have a news background, so this whole engineering thing was was new to me. And I'm sitting in a meeting, and one of our professors comes in and, and gives a presentation on this additive manufacturing. And as he's describing this powder metal and these lasers, I'm thinking, what? You know, th- this is the futuristic stuff that, that we saw on the Jetsons when I was a kid. Uh, and then here we are, fast forward a couple years later, and Auburn has positioned itself as the national, if not one of the international leaders of additive manufacturing research. What's going on over at GE, just down the street, GE Aviation. Um, talk about what, what we're doing in additive and, and how in such a short term with our partnerships with ASTM International, of course with NASA, how we've been able to just propel this thing to another level uh, in additive manufacturing research. Okay. Um what I would say is it, it all starts with um, our college and our dean, uh, Dean Roberts, uh, uh, Dean Taylor, and their, their willingness and understanding of this new technology to invest, you know, in, into that. Um, that. That's kind of where the, the, the groundwork that they've laid for us um, by bringing new faculty in, by uh, investing in equipment uh, and investing in infrastructure. Uh, has just propelled us. Um, about um, in in mid 2017, we um, worked with NASA to establish the National Center for Additive Manufacturing Excellence, um, and uh, were awarded that in in late fall of 2017, which gave us an opportunity to go after uh, ASTM um, uh, Center of Excellence. They were going to put together a Center of Excellence. And they wanted it to be worldwide. So they, they are ASTM International. They wanted it to be a worldwide organization. They had intentions of picking maybe one, maybe two in the U.S. and one or two uh, uh, internationally. So uh, with our new found uh, partner in NASA, Auburn and NASA went together and went after this uh, Center of Excellence from ASTM, which is a standards um, uh, 
nonprofit or a profit organization. And um, so there were 65 letters of intent worldwide. There were 30 proposals that were turned in from uh, from people uh, all across the nation. So um, we we found out in March time frame that we were down selected to of one of two. And the other one was the uh, EWI, Edison Welding Institute, the old Edison Welding Institute in Buffalo, New York. And um, ASTM called Auburn University and EWI to Philadelphia, said, we want to pick both of you. So I call it a shotgun marriage. Could we do it? And we did it. And so uh, we were awarded that. Uh, sometime later, um, we were able to bring on uh, MTC, Manufacturing Test Center, out of the U.K., uh, and then we brought on a couple of strategic partners, uh, NIAR, National Institute of Aviation Research at Wichita State, and also NAMIC is, uh, is an organization out of Singapore. So if you think about now, uh, Auburn University is connected with these international partners. Uh, so uh, that, that's a very quick trajectory that we've been able to take, but it all started with the investment and the forethought that, that our, um, our administration here in the college had. Yeah, we kind of hosted a pretty big uh, industry throwdown this week, right? What out of the Marriott Grand National? Yes, we have, we did. So, um, so ASTM has a um, has a what they call an F forty two committee, uh, and that F forty two committee, it's the the name of it's really additive manufacturing. So we had uh, about two hundred fifty people in from thirty different countries. Um, uh, here at Auburn, we um, uh, brought them in for a, a, a week long of uh, workshops and meetings and get together. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was it was awesome. So to be able to have that at, at Auburn, and uh, it's amazing to have all those people that are the experts in additive manufacturing here on campus. It, it was a it was fun. Not only is the Auburn basketball team one of the best 64, now College of Engineering and Additive Manufacturing is one of the top. So we, we've got that to hang our hat a- on, too. Absolutely. It's been a good week on the planet. It has been. It has <laughs> yeah. been. Uh, absolutely. So talking about things in our arsenal that has allowed us to, to get to this point, um, another component was that is the renovation of the uh, Gavin Engineering Research Laboratory. Uh, a couple of years ago, uh, one of our uh, distinguished alumni, Charles Gavin, uh, and his late wife, Carol Ann, made a, a significant investment to renovate the old textile building. Uh, and now that is where we're housing a lot of these uh, in-came and some of this additive manufacturing technology. How's that changing the game for us? Uh, so that, that makes a, it's, it's a tremendous difference. Um, you know, the, the Gavin uh, Engineering Research Laboratory is a showpiece. And um, so with the as you walk the halls from one end to the other and the and the uh, the labs are not closed they have glass windows so it's a you know it's a great opportunity to bring people in so so that's going to make a difference for us uh, we're in the process of moving we've moved uh, quite a few of our machines over there and uh, since it was opened up in September uh, I would say we probably had somewhere around three or four hundred people that have went through that lab. Um, and uh, we have some room to grow, and uh, that it's, it's making a tremendous difference there. Uh, ASTM has even decided that they're going to put their office here and put it on their website. Is they're going to have an office in Auburn, Alabama, at the Gavin Research. That's awesome. Lab. That's so. awesome. Well, for any of our alumni that are listening, that 
that walk the halls of the old textile building, uh, if they were to go in that now, I mean, it, I believe it's one of the most beautiful buildings on campus, and, and it's going to change the game in what we're doing here. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I think Dr. Taylor did an excellent job of trying to preserve as much of the original textile engineering building as possible. Uh, the wood floors are just beautiful. So, um, yeah, very, very much a showpiece for us. Can we talk about the big news? Oh, yeah. That, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Something happened. NASA, because they love us. Uh, a contract. Can we talk about it? What What's going on? Sure, sure. Uh, this week, we were awarded uh, a $5.2 million contract from NASA. Uh, this contract uh, is for our uh, in-game public-private partnership that we established with NASA. Uh, the name of the program is uh, RAMPT, and that stands for Rapid Analysis and Manufacturing of Propulsion Technologies. Uh, Auburn University, over the next three years, will be supporting uh, NASA in uh, developing that program uh, to come up with the, uh, the techniques to build uh, higher performance rocket engines, small, small rocket engines for upper stage, uh, these are liquid rocket engines. Uh, so we're very excited about that program. Uh, it's uh, it, it's going to make a difference here at the university. Well, and, we, and we just had the, uh, the vice president here in the state uh, this week announcing uh, saying that the the country intends to go back to the moon in the next five years. So where do, where does this and where do we play a part in that? Oh, very good question. Uh, so yes, uh, Vice President Pence was uh, in Huntsville uh, this week and uh, announced the moon and Mars. So in order to get to the moon and Mars, uh, we're going to need to have this, an upper stage engine, uh, upper stage. Um, uh, portion of the rocket, and this, uh, the work that we're going to be doing on the ramp program is going to help us develop the next generation of small engines that will fit on that upper stage, and that's what we're got to have to be able to get to, to Mars to do exploration missions. So we're talking like physical objects created through this 3D magic printing, like here, are going to be heading to Mars? Like, is that what we're talking? Or am I just ignorant? <laughs> Well, I can answer that <laughs> one. But. I, mean, just, I mean, we're just working on the technology, then they'll be made yeah. elsewhere. I don't know what's yeah. happening. So, so we're going to work. We're going to help develop. So, our public-private partnership. We're going to work with acad- academia and industry and government agents, such as NASA, uh, and that's what's the primary there. But um, so. Um, we're going to be working with them, supporting them, and developing it. So Auburn will not do everything, but we will be managing that program for them. Um, yeah, and so yeah, it, Auburn will have this will be a you know a, a a key point. We look back in five years, we say you know what what role did Auburn play? Auburn will have a, a role in playing um, in helping develop the the engines that would take us to Mars. How long is it going to take us? When when are we going to get there? When are we going to get to Mars? Mm-hmm. I can only say what Vice President Pence said this week. So, yeah, next five years. Moon and Mars in the next five years. Moon and Mars in the next five years? Is that what he said? Dang. So, why now? Why, why, you know, it was 69 when we, when we, last, when we, yeah. went, when we first went to the moon. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, so why the push now? You know, what are the advantages of, of us establishing that um, again? Um, so, so it's – it's it's a little known fact I think that that people don't maybe realize uh, as as from the Apollo days in in all of the technology that was developed 
as part of the space program. Um, we take it for granted today the 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 cell phone that we have, uh, the microwave. Uh, there's so many things that we just take for granted and use every single day. All those technologies came out of the space program, like and, specifically the, to get to the moon. To just, get to the moon uh, okay. in the in the 1960s, right, right. So, um, so yes, that came that came from those types of that type of research, that type of of work, because we needed it to be able to get to the moon. So, um, we we did, we take it for granted, you know. Um, you know, some of our young folks, my children, where did that come from? You know, haven't we always had you know computers? Haven't we always had? Uh, iPhones? No, we haven't. You know, it's that that was built on on the space program early on. So. Uh, how can some of these additive manufacturing techniques help in mid-flight? You know, it, it, while while the spacecraft is deployed, while astronauts are there, how can we use this actually during the process instead of before the process? So, um, so, so the key to be able to get to the moon and Mars is is how much can the rocket take and how much payload can we take with us because we're going to need to take a lot of of supplies with us especially if we go to the, to the Mars it's going to take a long time to get there right and a long time to get back so uh, we're going to need to take supplies with us so we need to be as lightweight as possible so uh, with additive manufacturing techniques we can uh, design uh, rocket engines that have a higher performance with a lower weight and so that's going to be key in getting us there um, the uh, another thing that that NASA is very interested in is what they call in space additive manufacturing. So um, they they are actually working on programs um, where once you land on the moon, can I take the materials that are around me and put that together through an additive manufacturing process and build infrastructure? So there's a lot of work in that, and Auburn's soon going to get into that kind of activity as well that's so cool martian <laughs> infrastructure I'm telling you <laughs> yeah aliens are they yay or nay are we alone i believe we're all alone i don't believe they're aliens <laughs> i feel you I, i'm I, team ogles I, I, was about, I, I agree but i was hoping for a different answer. <laughs> i was really <laughs> hoping like, like no we have one I, over I was there hoping, <laughs> I was, yeah i was hoping for something of, of the effect of hey cut my mic cut my mic <laughs> yeah you know, one, one of those things armageddon have you seen armageddon i haven't seen it i have you not seen it never seen armageddon i, I, I haven't seen, seen it, seen it yeah which which space movie gets it right though do you say which which is your favorite space camp 86 you were in college i know they filmed it up there yeah yeah that's true that's true pretty good you know um there's a there's a lot a lot out there. Um, I was trying to think of the the most recent one that came out. Um, the Martian was pretty good. With uh, was that was that Damon was that Damon Matt Damon in yeah, the Martian? That was yeah. a pretty good one. I, and, and if I remember right, I've heard some some NASA folks quote that was probably the most accurate. In uh, not all of it, you know, obviously because we don't know some stuff at, at Mars, but it was pretty accurate. So huh. yeah, hmm. I wouldn't have thought. Yeah. What about Apollo 13? Good? No? Well, that was before my time when that actually <laughs> happened, so I don't know a lot about uh, what actually happened on Apollo 13, but the movie was cool. The movie Let's was good. The movie was okay. cool. So, okay. yeah. yeah. Well, that might uh, that might do us. Uh, can't awesome. thank you enough again for your time. Yeah, uh, I'm one of those that when I was a kid, I had the, the Auburn you know, space poster in my room. 
Um, so th- this has been a treat, and to see what we're doing uh, here locally that's partnering that, I mean, it's going to have international effects. I, this is just one of the coolest things. So I, I can't thank you enough for joining us today, Mike. It's been it's been a real pleasure. But I appreciate that very much. I have very much of a passion for the space program and obviously for Auburn. My dad worked in the other in the, as a contractor supporting projects for uh, for the Apollo program, and my brother and I both have spent had a long career supporting NASA, uh, both Auburn engineers. So uh, we, we're very very happy uh, for Auburn to be able to continue to play this kind of role in the space program. So you, you've got that rocket fuel going through your I, veins, I got, don't yeah, you? Absolutely. I, absolutely. I love, so, you know, back in my truck, I have two stickers, right? One NASA meatball and an Auburn uh, logo. Yes, I hear so, you. Yeah. That's what they call it, the NASA meatball? Yeah. The logo? The, the round logo. They call it the meatball? Yeah, they do. They do. Uh, yeah. So the road to Mars leads to Auburn. The road through to Mars Auburn. comes through Auburn. Awesome. Right. Awesome. Right. War Eagle Mike. Thanks so much. War Eagle Mike. Thanks, guys.